3: Test strategies from the experts who've won them. Advice from the bookmakers who designed them. This is the football contest show on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: Welcome
5: in. The time has come. The football contest show. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you live from the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa. On the tip of the strip, and we'll be joined momentarily by our friends at the Circa Resort and Casino, Derek Stevens, Jeffrey Benson, and Mike Palm, as we talk about the biggest football contest in the world. Exciting times, Mr. Pritchard, and and certainly an exciting time, a sweaty time here if you're <laughs> a Circa Survivor player, as we just wrapped up Thanksgiving week. and For those not familiar, Circa Survivor, Derek Stevens' creation here, he has now created two additional weeks. You also have to pick a winner from Thanksgiving week, Of course, there was three games played on Thursday, and now you have four games to pick from on Christmas week. Uh, We have not gotten there yet, obviously. And how many people took a dump on Thanksgiving? Only three. Three people that were on the Patriots. That went by the wayside. Uh, versus the Minnesota Vikings there. I believe there were about nine entries that were on the Minnesota Vikings, so a little bit of a split there. The Patriots take that one on the chin, and that removes three more entries from the pool. We are now down to 71 entries in Circus Survivor Mike, and the inherent value of your ticket... That you bought for a thousand dollars way back when is now over eighty-six thousand dollars in
6: value yeah the realistic uh, possibility of only one person winning survivor you is like getting, that i love that i love that. you want to see that happen i do i do <laughs> um uh i think that just adds to to the to the um flavor of this contest right i mean it just adds so much not only now but for future uh events too but uh, I wonder what the odds are, right? what what the odds could be uh, from from a standpoint of just one winner on this thing. But the strategy's going to unfold. You got to get through this gauntlet. We mentioned Thanksgiving uh, of a week of itself, and then now you got go into the weekend here. Uh, and so decisions needing to be made too. a lot of inf- information I'm curious about. Uh, When it comes to Survivor, and we get to ask Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, and Jeffrey Benson about that info as well. Mike,
5: you often talk about the endurance and the Mm -hmm. stamina it takes to do these contests, whether it be Circa Million or Circa Survivor, Mm -hmm. because it's just so stressful. And and you kind of have to stick to a routine and and don't get too caught up in it and and, and just grind yourself down. This is a really tough time right now because— not only are you worried about what am I going to
6: do for Thanksgiving, you got to get right back after it and turn in your selections for this Sunday. Yeah. I mean, I think of it as a professional athlete myself and, you know, breaking routine, you kind of worry about things. Like if you have a certain way of getting dressed, or you have a certain way of going about your morning before a game. uh, And all of a sudden something happens and you break that routine. What happens now? We saw that with Buffalo a little bit uh, and their game on Thanksgiving. So, uh, I, the realistic possibility of only one person winning Survivor. I wonder about the pressure and what that feels like right now. Oh my! Because you're under 100 people left in this, right? Just 71 uh, people left in Survivor, and then with Million, yeah, the the endurance uh, aspect of it all. I mean, that that has to be taking a toll right now.
5: And right now we are in uh, week three of a four-quarter section, so quarterly prizes coming up in the next couple of weeks as well. Let's go to our friends at Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Derek Stevens, Jeffrey Benson, and Mike Palm. Gentlemen, welcome to the football contest show. Thank you, as always, for uh, delivering the goods, if you will. There, the contest news. It's so exciting each and every week. And, of course, Mike and I were just talking about Survivor, but let's shift over to Circa Million and... And, Jeff, the floor is yours. Of course, week three of a four-week quarterly here, another $150,000 on the line for the top prize, and then, of course, $25,000 on the line for the booby prize of the quarter. Give us the latest, Mr. Benson.
7: Yeah, as you alluded to, obviously, week three, uh, week 12 uh, overall. uh, Or Excuse me, week 11. uh, It's week 12B in terms of uh, the holiday for Survivor. Um, But as you alluded to, week three of quarter three, it's a four-week quarter. Uh, Currently, we have two people after two weeks that are 9-0-1 as they're vying for that $150,000 quarterly prize. Um, And then obviously second through fifth. And then we also have the quarterly booby prize as well. So certainly a lot of things up for grabs uh, here as we kind of... Hit the uh, halfway mark of quarter three, but certainly an exciting time, especially when you factor in the holidays. So as we look at the counts by popularity in terms of the top five for this week, they are as follows. Uh, Not surprising at all. We have the Jets up top, minus four and a half at home. They're going to be starting uh, Mike White this week, and it looks like uh, the Bears will not be playing Justin Fields. Uh, obviously, with uh, that injury and his separated shoulder, it uh, looks like it's going to be Trevor Simeon. They also um, upgraded Nathan Peterman from the practice squad. So Jets minus 4.5, the most popular play this week. Uh, like I said, not surprising because of the CLV as it currently sits on the board at minus 7. Uh, it had a total of 1,379 selections. Working our way down, the Seattle Seahawks minus 3.5 at home versus our Las Vegas Raiders. With 1,251 selections. And then for the second time in three weeks, uh, we have opposite picks. Uh, The number three overall pick was the Tennessee Titans, plus one and a half at home against the Cincinnati Bengals, with a total of 1,161 selections. Conversely, on the opposite side, the number four most popular pick this week, the Cincinnati Bengals minus one and a half on the road versus the Tennessee Titans. Uh, certainly interesting to see that, um, you know, both of those teams have a lot of different opinions with them, particularly the Tennessee Titans about what they've been able to do so far this year and whether they've been able, whether they'll be able to sustain that excellence. And then when you look at the Bengals side, uh, Jamar chase was ruled out earlier today. Uh, and then the last most popular pick and number five in the consensus this week, Ravens minus four on the road versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. That had a total of 947 selections. So to recap one more time for the listeners, Jets minus 4.5, Seahawks minus 3.5, Titans plus 1.5, Bengals minus 1.5, and and the Ravens minus 4 are the most popular top five consensus picks in this week's Circa Million Contest.
6: Thank you for that, Jeffrey. Mike Palm, I want to ask you this question about the oppo picks here, the Titans 1.5 and uh, and then Bengals 1.5. I mean, It seems like a different number. I can see the Oppo sides like two, two and a half. The hooks uh, in that situation, but one, one and a half. uh, It doesn't seem like uh, there would be that situation. But here you have these two top picks, top five picks, though, opposite uh, of the game of of each other in in their matchup.
8: Well, Pritch, it's very similar to when the Cowboys played the Vikings. People are very passionate here about is the wrong team favored. Vrabel and Tennessee have done so well. The number's even off-market, as you said. I mean, the market right now is 2.5. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's no advantage in taking the Titans plus 1.5 in that spot. Um, you do get the the point uh, with the Bengals, though. So I guess when they're so violently opposed, I'm, I'm surprised that the game actually comes in with, at f- uh, third and fourth most popularly se- selected. Two notes, I'd just like to say. Um, you know, there were selections already graded from Thursday. Um, 547 people with the Lions, 486 with the Giants, and 671 with the Patriots' head winners, while 290 with the Bills, 430 with the Cowboys, and 389 with the Patriots already started out the week with losers. And finally, I'd just like to say, you know, getting 30 points and down 42 to nothing at the half, your Colorado Buffaloes (laughs) played Utah to a 21-21 stalemate in the Rumble in the Rockies you know, they gave it their all at Folsom Prison Field, and congrats to you and all the alumni. Oh, thank Folsom you very much, yeah. Folsom Prison Field. I know, Field. how about
7: that? That's a nice he one he there, Michael. He will be taking Mike shots <laughs>
6: when
8: we get uh, Dion Primetime Sanders as a head coach, though. <laughs>
5: Uh, Great stuff. Uh, I want to ask you, gentlemen, I thought it was pretty interesting. And Jeff, I think I'll direct this to you. Uh, You've got the Baltimore Ravens as the fifth most popular pick with uh, roughly 950 selections. But, you know, you've got another one that is not so far off there in the Jacksonville Jaguars. That might have been the sixth most popular pick at almost 900 picks on Jacksonville as far as behind the window, we've seen this. We've seen this line move from four to three and a half. Are you a little bit heavy on Jacksonville rather than you know in the contest here? We're heavy on the Ravens a little bit.
7: Yeah, I mean certainly. I think the Jaguars are a team that a lot of sharps like this year. When you look at the metrics, their point differential and how they've played. Obviously, their record um, yeah. you know doesn't support that. Um, but the product they put on the field and when you look at like their EPA and a lot of those, you know, extra added metrics, it does say they're an above average team. So uh, not surprised to see this line tick down. Obviously, when you look at the Baltimore side, Lamar came off the injury report today. Uh, but this is a Baltimore Ravens team that's been banged up a lot of the year. Isaiah likely not uh, most likely not going to play. Um, and stuff like that. So obviously with Baltimore being banged up, uh, Jacksonville being at home, uh, not surprised to see the Jaguars take money here. And then I think, you know, you kind of alluded to it when you factor in those Thanksgiving games and you look at the counts by popularity as you go, you know, from the top to the bottom, you know, a lot of these games, you know, particularly when you look at, you know, the box being the sixth most popular choice, the Falcons, the, the Cardinals, and you work your way down, a lot of these, um, games were really. Uh, two-sided and that both sides drew money and a lot of interest. Um, And I think when you factor in those Thanksgiving games, um, you know, participants taking those uh, because they had three games to choose from. uh, You look at the Sunday, Monday games and you see, uh, you know, basically kind of a wider split. Um, In terms of the number of counts, so like I said, if if you didn't necessarily have three games on Thanksgiving, I think you would have seen the Jets be a much more popular uh, pick with more people on it. Uh, But given that so many people selected their picks earlier in the week because they had to include those Thanksgiving games, um, you know these numbers may be a little different because of that.
5: Yeah, not only tough for Circa Survivor players this week, but very an interesting dance for Circa Million players as well, and the majority winning on all three Thanksgiving games. Um, we'll have to extend this over into the next segment, Jeff, but, uh, I want to address this to all you guys. If any of you have the answer, if you're able to kind of look at the splits there, are you able to tell like how many people are going for the booby prize this year? Can you kind of tell, see a pattern where a number of people, a percentage of people in circa million are going for the booby prize?
7: Just anecdotally, I'd say it's somewhere probably between five percent of the people. Once they, uh, you know, once they take a downturn, I think that strategy switches pretty quickly.
5: All right, very good. Interesting to see how many people are headed that direction. We will come back and dive into Circus Survivor next. Derek Stevens will take the stage and get us up to date on the six and six point one million dollars Circus Survivor contest. Coming back in just a moment.
4: I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
9: From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Businessweek, Fortune and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets.
3: The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all
9: or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: This is the football contest show on v The Sports Betting Network.
5: The VEASAN Cyber Monday deal is on right now. Sign up today to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber and you will get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers also get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. The store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time cyber. Monday offer. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vison.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you inside the football contest show. And we continue with our guys from Circa Sports and the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Derek Stevens, Jeffrey Benson, and Mike Palm. We've gone over the Circa Million Contest. Once again, the consensus five picks. The Jets laying four and a half. The Seahawks laying three and a half. The Titans catching a point and a half. And then their opponent, the Bengals, laying a a point and a half. That is the fourth most popular selection. And then the Ravens bring up the rear as the... The fifth most popular pick, laying four points. Okay, let's shift over to Survivor, Derek. Seventy-one entries remain. The inherent value of each ticket now over eighty-six thousand dollars. Take it away, my friend.
10: Yeah, hey guys, um, boy, what a Thanksgiving day it was. You know, uh, you know, we started with seventy-four. Only three got knocked out with the Patriots, uh, so we're down to seventy-one. Um, all 71 uh, remaining circus survivors, uh, boy, they—they they all had a sweat. You know, each one of them made it through. That was—that was, that was really something. Down to the 71 uh, today. There's a total of five teams selected, and I think there's a couple surprises here. Uh, as we go into uh, go into Sunday, we have uh, 35 um, entrants that took the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the second choice was the New York Jets at 16. Third choice was the San Francisco 49ers at 11, Washington Commanders at 6, and the Kansas City Chiefs at 3. The reason why I say there's a couple surprises, um, out of the 71 uh, circus survivors, 53 had Miami available, but mm. only 35 took Miami. Um, as we as we jump down a little bit further, go down to the bottom, um, only three took the Chiefs. Yet ten, ten of the uh, ten of the contestants had the Chiefs available. So I really thought we'd see a little more in Miami, a little more in Kansas City. I'm a little surprised that there's this much on the Jets. 16 out of uh, out of uh, the 71, and a little surprised on, on the 49ers, um, um, as really as the third choice. So um, relative to availability. That's uh, that's where my surprises came in. Obviously, the teams, this is kind of what we expected uh, uh, between Miami Jets, 49ers, Commanders, and the Chiefs. But uh, based upon availability, the uh, the game theory and the strategy is on.
6: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're thinking, okay, 53 people have Miami. Only 35 uh, people played on the Dolphins. Derek, I want to ask you about the multiple entries uh, situation with Survivor. Do you know how many people still have multiple entries? Uh, with the contest.
10: Yeah, out of the seventy one um active um active entries there are actually four uh individuals or four groups that have two entries apiece. Um we've got El Loco. Um they had uh two of their entries. They both put them both on Kansas City. We've got Om Demand. He split entries with one on Kansas City, one in Miami. We've got uh, Santa Rosa, who took both of their selections on Miami. And we have the enemy within. Both selections went on the Washington Commanders.
5: Derek, uh, I wonder, you know, it seems like this is the first week, and we've been doing this for 11 weeks prior. It seems like this is the first week that we've had so few different teams used. That's really been a theme this entire season long, how many different selections on different teams that we've had. And do you feel that as a product of this week kind of being broken up with Thanksgiving?
10: Yeah, I mean I mean this is the this is the end leg of this uh of this uh three uh three selection week here and uh I think I think I think it was really just kind of clear the the way uh the way the um the the home favorites fell. So I'm not surprised that this whittles down to five. This is a little bit more what we uh, what we became accustomed to last year and the year prior. That, uh that uh, we wouldn't see as many as many um weeks where you'd have 10 12 14 selections uh different teams selected so I would say this is something that's uh um, pretty normal as you're getting down a little bit closer to the end when you have some when you have some heavy favorites and you have a little bit of availability hey hey guys one uh, one other entrant uh, I want to mention um only because this touches on what Mike and uh Mike palm and Jeff Benson were talking about earlier on in the millions um one of the individuals in the millions um, that's tied for third in uh in this nine-way tie with a record of 37, 17 and one private plane Wayne is who's a friend of the program is is tied for third in the millions and is still alive as one of the 71 and private plane Wayne took uh, took the San Francisco 49ers this weekend Wow.
5: Wow, private <laughs> wow. private plane. Wayne might be adding yeah. another plane if he, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if he doubles down what on this. That's on
10: plane, right?
7: <laughs> I, I, I think. What- uh, I think also one one other interesting thing to to, to note uh, when you think about the the holiday weeks um, and why the Chiefs only having three selections out of the ten that were there is interesting is because the Dolphins do play on Christmas, um, mm. and it's surprising, oh. obviously, um, that you know so many people took the Dolphins while not using the Chiefs in that spot just because the Dolphins are probably going to be around a seven-point favorite versus the Packers. Um, And having as many teams as possible kind of in your back pocket for those holiday weeks, you know, can't be, uh, certainly can't be overstated at this point. I was going to ask,
5: I think, Mike, uh, when we opened the program here, you were talking about it. I know Mike is really infatuated with, uh, you know, one person walking away with the mm-hmm. $6.1 million. And obviously that would be a, a tremendous score, and I think that would be huge for the Circa property and, and you know, all of the uh, publicity that, came, that comes off of that. But Mike Palma, I'll ask you, what do you think uh, – and maybe Jeff Benson, you can chip in here too – what do you think the odds are at this point of this being this going to a sole winner?
8: I'll let Jeff answer first.
7: <laughs> I mean, I th- I've said all, all along that I think there will be at least somebody who goes twenty and zero, um, if not multiple people. But uh, I, I I think it's going to be multiple people at this point. Um, I would say multiple people would be, uh, you know, the favorite versus one person claiming it. Um, but to Mike, uh, Pritchard's point, uh, it would certainly be kind of that moneymaker effect. Um, if you had one person, you know, kind of solo the contest, hopefully they don't, uh, hopefully they don't win the bonus prize and, uh, you know, take Derek for the extra million. But, uh, you know, the 6.133, um, having that go to one person and one check and being, you know, the biggest football contest prize in history would certainly be cool. But at this point. Uh, I would say it uh, it's a favorite uh, that multiple people would claim the prize versus just one person
8: all right remember we- last year we were at last year we were at sixteen going into the Christmas gauntlet mm-hmm. right with the, the the double Christmas and came out with eight and five survived to the end after Christmas so I would say the odds are with Jeff that it's gonna be multiple ways I'd put it at four and a half how many people win it I'd set it some something similar to last year I want to make one other note and 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 somebody told me i don't want to say their name but um their initials are west reynolds brady you've picked the last three straight up winners of these golf tournaments including one at over 100 to one i don't know why nobody knows about it but i'd like to let the world know
5: well thank you very yeah. much yeah it was uh, quite a run to end the fall series on the pga tour uh hit uh, russell henley down in cancun at 45 to one tony finau in houston at 18 to one and then this uh, last week, last week uh, in Sea Island, Georgia, Adams Fenson at 150 to 1. I, I don't think I've ever hit two weeks in a row, let alone three. It was pretty cool.
6: Well, congratulations to you. We'll start working on promoting some of that. Yeah. Hey, uh, De- Derek, I wanted to ask you about the top five teams here because uh, you've been spot on. Uh, with identifying the riskier pick out there. I mean, the commanders up there. you got a backup up quarterback uh, with the jets as well. Uh, in your opinion, uh, the risky pick uh, this week. yeah
10: you know, the risky picks are the jets and the commanders. <laughs> I mean, I think th- those are the two that stand yeah. out here. i mean if you you have uh, if you've got Miami, you got the chiefs available um and and uh, you're willing to take one of the two. you're too willing to take Mi- Miami right now. I mean Miami's a strong play. Obviously, you have to depends upon what your setup is as you get into Christmas, but uh, but I mean, I think pretty clearly uh, Miami and Kansas City are the are are, are the plays that are going to get you get you to next weekend. Jets and Commanders is where you have a little bit more risk. You know, one thing that's one thing that we've never talked about on, on on any of these shows. There is becoming a point where having a later game, a Sunday night or Monday night game, it may come into play because it gives you different options because you know pot size. If you've got your money in line or you've got your credit line set up here and um, and and you know you get to a later game, that gives you a little bit more information to help monetize or hedge or whatever you want to call it. Um, and that's something we've never dealt with before in Circus Survivor. And if yeah. Justin
7: Fields plays, watch out. That line will continue to go down and get back towards probably four or four and a half.
5: We didn't get to it this week, but we're going to put that on the list for next week. We want to talk about hedging. And if you've seen any of that pattern, uh, start to begin in Circus Survivor. Gentlemen, happy, happy Thanksgiving weekend to you. Thanks for coming on the football contest show once again, and have a great weekend of football. Thanks, Thanks, guys. All right. That is Jeff Benson, Derek Stevens, and Mike Palm. We'll come back on the other side and continue. the football.
3: This is the football contest show on v the sports betting network.
5: Watch football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com Guinness to set your lineup and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness, made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome back to the football contest show. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. And it is a pleasure now to be joined by some of our friends that joined us earlier this year, the team of IE Analytics. It is Chris Drake and Brian Bjornholm from that team. That is their alias in the Circa Million contest. And they were on with us earlier this season in week five after they were victorious in the Booby Prize Quarterly Prize, collecting $25,000 along the way for that win. And gentlemen, we, we wish you good luck and we said maybe we'll see you down the road well it's a it's a good thing that things have continued to go well for you and you're back on the program yeah thanks for having us boys well let me tell let's let's hear about the ride how has it been since we spoke with you in week five after you won that quarterly prize how has it been i mean obviously picks have been going well has your strategy changed or is it just more the same what's the ride been like
11: the ride's been awesome to be honest we're having a ton of fun doing this uh, it's a little bit different now. The pressure's off after winning the first quarter prize like we did. Um, but yes, the strategy's been the same. We had a little bit of a hangover weeks five and six. I think we went uh, in a bad way uh, like six, two and two or something like that. Um, got back on, on the horse. I think we went 0 and 5 and 1 and 4 weeks seven and eight. Um, and then yeah, as it stands now, we're, we're in third place right now for the full season booby prize. One game out of first and a half game out of second place. So we feel we've been one of the more consistent entries in, in achieving what we're trying to do. And uh, strategy-wise, yeah, we, we have the same kind of mindset as we did the first uh, you know three four weeks of the season.
6: Yeah, you know, it, it really is fascinating because we've seen the league kind of develop and, and uh, we've seen the outcome. And uh, like I have a rule, I don't lay double-digit favorites. And uh, you, you think about uh, just from a contest standpoint, all the information that you have gathered, right, from the National Football League this year uh, and staying true to your strategy. So obviously before the season started i mean I, I think it would be hard to map out a strategy for the booby but yet uh here you go you, you have a strategy it's working for you uh the discipline to stay on this strategy though have you have you guys labored on that at all
12: um kind of the same thing our routine uh throughout the week is, is kind of kind of the same I And mean, as far as picking the games and going over the games um, look, looking at the same games, you know, we told you guys a couple weeks ago, we were big on, uh, fading public that really hasn't wavered. Um, we've taken double digit dogs. Um, they tend to cover we for looking like divisional games. That's been helpful. Um, but other than that, kind of just sticking to what got us to success the first, you know, couple weeks, the first four weeks, uh, we had that little speed bump. But other than that, we're, uh, we're, we're staying, staying true, staying consistent. And so far it's been working.
11: Yeah. I think we've been big on fading some of the, uh, kind of bad teams so far this year, we've lived a little bit in kind of that minus three to plus three range when it comes to the spreads, looking at teams that are favored, that shouldn't be stuff like that. Uh, I think in that spread range, we're 15 and four in our picks. So uh, we're focused on that a little bit more. And uh, like Brian alluded to earlier, we're, we're focused on um, divisional dogs and anytime we're getting double digits in those divisional games, for example, uh, taking the commanders on Monday night against the Eagles, and then um, the Jets
5: being Buffalo in, in New York uh, on Sunday two weeks ago, it was huge for us. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, you said 15-4 and four in games that are within a three-point spread, three points either way? Correct. Yep. Yeah, that, that's really impressive. And you've also been uh, steering towards the, the double-digit games and going against that. Is that what you were saying?
12: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the two that stuck out were those um, obviously the, uh, the Philadelphia Monday night game against the um, commanders. Um, if you look at the first game, uh, well, one in League of Parity, uh, you know, if we're going to get double digits, um, the second second leg of a division game, we're going to take a hard look at that. And then if you look at the first game, uh, Washington actually uh, held them scoreless for three out of four quarters, had a hiccup, I think, in the second quarter. Um, If I remember, uh, but getting, uh, I think around 11 or 12 there um, was kind of a no brainer, but we've kind of been looking at those division dogs in the double digits, um, kind of been laying off laying double digits any other way. Uh, Last year, they seem to have been hitting pretty well this year. It seems like uh, from what we've seen again, um, we're kind of just scrubbing those game off the board real quick. Are you guys, uh, you know, when the card comes out and, and you're looking down the
5: list there and is there maybe a game that jumps out at you and you say, you know, oh, I, I love the the Texans this week or or I love the Dolphins this week, whatever it is, and, and as a winner, you know, as a game that you would bet on and then you just simply add it to your card as one of your losers. Do you, do you kind of react that way? Is that part of the routine?
11: Yeah, honestly, part of our routine, so... Sunday night comes around or, or Monday morning, and we're already looking at kind of games that we like based on spreads that come out. Um, and as, as the week progresses, we're looking at, you know, injuries, key injuries. We're looking at public uh, bet percentage and, and handle. We're looking at, um, you know, the contest lines, of course, and those can change by the time we lock in our picks on Saturday. Um, you know, a hard rule that we have is we avoid Thursday games with us being based in Detroit, as you can tell by, my hat and the hockey town sign in the background. Um, we, we use a proxy in Vegas to lock our picks. So, you know, first couple of years we did the contest, especially the COVID year, we got burned a few times by locking Thursday games, having guys sit out or testing positive uh, over the weekend and then having uh, the inability to play on Sunday. So um, we made a hard, fast rule, no Thursday games. And, you know, this week uh, with Thanksgiving, we were on, um, you know, two of the three games. We were on Detroit. We were on Dallas um, that ended up getting backdoored by the Giants, and then we would have been on um, Minnesota as well. So two and one of those picks, but we kept them off the card this week just to wait for some injury news and stuff like that for some of the games that
6: we we truly liked on Sunday. You know, when we look at uh, line value, for instance, I mean, right now, live line, the Ravens are, are laying three and a half uh, on the contest this minus four. Uh you mentioned about fading the public uh, is there a threshold that you guys use? Is there, a, is there a level that you use or you like to use for fading the public there?
11: Good question. I think it's more of the reverse line movement factor. Okay. Anytime we see the line move in another way based on where the public is. Um, but I, I think I saw a stat where it was like 67% or something like that, uh, ATS on teams where the public is you know, 65 plus percent on. Um, so that's definitely something that we factor in. It's not necessarily the end all be all to, to our handicapping or picking teams we like. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a factor. For example, you know we're on the Jets this week, so we have Chicago on our card. We're getting two and a half points right now of closing line value. We have four and a half on the circuit contest. Live line is seven. So we like our position there.
5: All right, so you are on the Chicago Bears, again, catching just four and a half points in the circuit contest, and again, IE Analytics is the alias. They are going for the Booby Prize, just a game out of dead last right now, and of course that Booby Prize is a nice prize at $100,000 if you win it at the end of the year. Uh, You mentioned the Chicago Bears. Are you able to divulge uh, the other four picks and maybe explain those to us as well?
12: Uh, we'll give out one, maybe two, uh, last time we were out, just, some, just some, some bad energy, I guess, uh, the following week. But, um, we do, um, we do like Seattle. Uh, I think it's a, it's a good spot for uh, Walker to get, to get right against a lot, uh, bad rush, uh, defense. And then we do, uh, we do like the Steelers to cover. Um on Monday night. Uh I'm just gonna go with Tomlin over Saturday there. More experience, getting points. Uh Monday games uh and again, the League of Parity tend to be a little bit funny. So we're gonna get points with Tomlin um and a good defense with with Watt playing a good game last week. We're gonna we're gonna ride those uh those two as part of it. Especially with a low toll on Monday night as yeah. well.
5: Gentlemen, uh I've got one more question. Are are you finding it challenging to come up with five plays week in and week out? Are you always kind of reaching for maybe that fifth play?
11: Yeah. I mean, the last couple of weeks, we've struggled to come up with one play, let alone five. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like as, as the season's yeah. progressed, like the, the board has become super sharp. Um, you know, the numbers are super tight and it's a matter of trying to find value. Um, you know, we'll start out a week where we'll have five or six games that we, our potential plays. And by the end of the week, they're entirely scrubbed from our board just because of uh, the way things have changed and, and kind of some trends and, and data that point other ways. But um, it's been... It's been quite a challenge. And I think, you know, listen to you guys before we came on, you guys alluded to the fact of how kind of stressful and exhausting it is. And uh, we're in a position now where it's like, you know, we got to get to the finish line and we have seven weeks to go.
5: Can you believe that you're in a position where you're obviously in the in the thralls of this? Can you
12: believe that you're doing it trying to pick losers? Is that a little weird for you? (laughs) Well, kind of like we said last time, uh, the, the texts are kind of funny. And then when you're rooting for, you know, like I said, the opposite of kind of what you're feeling, it's it's different. Um, as far as being in the position, if you had told us, uh, you know, 12, 12 weeks ago we'd be here, uh, I don't think we would have believed you. But uh, we have found success. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been one heck of a ride for sure. One yeah. thing that we'd like you guys to call out is just
11: how difficult it is. Cause like we tell friends and family and it's like, Oh, you guys are getting rewarded for, for being losers. (laughs) It's as difficult to do what we're doing as the guys at the top of the leaderboard.
5: There's no doubt about it. It's exactly the same. I, I, uh, you know, I took a, a change. I adjusted last year and went towards the loser board myself and it's, It's just like you guys are doing. You're you're still having to pick a winner uh, at the end of the day against the number. Thank you so much, Brian Bjornholm and Chris Drake, a part of IE Analytics. Best of luck to you once again. And, hey, guys, maybe we'll see you on the show one more time. Hopefully. Hopefully. Thanks, guys. Thanks, fellas. All right. Very good. Uh, quite the sweat they've got going there. And I'm happy yeah. to see uh, maybe we were a good luck charm for them. Mike. We had him on earlier. They won that quarterly prize, and they're still hanging around.
6: Yeah, I can give some advice about handling the pressure, though, since I handled it as a professional athlete. So, All right. We'll, that. we'll get
5: that yeah. on the other side as we wrap up. The football contest show right here on vcin.
3: This is the football contest show on vSense, the sports betting network.
5: Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter bettor year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game, at Welcome back to the football contest show. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard. Thanks again to the team of IE Analytics doing very well as their pursuit of the Booby Prize in Circa Million continues. And it is really quite a story that they won that first quarterly prize. Mm-hmm. And here we are about two months later, and they are still very much in the thick of it.
6: Yeah, I mean, we we talk about pressure uh, a lot, right? And, you know, as betters, and, you know, sometimes you feel like you're under pressure. Maybe you're not. But for the contest, you have to be under pressure. I mean, 71 people left in Survivor. You got millions. You got the booby Prize now. And uh, so pressure starts to mount. Uh, and it's just like being a professional athlete. Like, uh, how do you handle that? You know, and, you know, certainly for me, uh, it was about remaining confident. Mm-hmm. Just don't waver on that. Like, what you're doing is working. So be confident about that. Yes. And a lot of times, we lose sight of that. We want to overthink it. We want to do something different because we have to, whatever. But you don't. I mean, uh, and that, that really is a simple answer in terms of handling pressure. For us on the field, 80,000 people in the stands or whatever, millions of people watching, uh, if you're confident in your ability, then you're going to get your job done, right? And and, and I think uh, for betting standpoints, that's, that's the same thing. At least when I've been – successful when my bets are winning is because I was convicted and I was confident. Uh, And I think if you're in this contest and you've gotten this far and you've been this successful, just remain confident. You know, don't lose sight of that.
5: Well, let's uh, turn that into a pro tip and uh, a a literal pro tip Mm -hmm. from a pro here, Mr. Pritchard. (laughs) Uh, You can get one, of course, every hour across all VEASAN shows as a VEASAN pro subscriber, go to VEASAN.com slash tips. And, uh, you know, I, I will kind of add on to that. And, uh, I won, uh, obviously I've never played any sport at a professional level, but I did win a uh, golf tournament mm-hmm. one time, uh, just a casual one at the country club or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's nerve wracking as heck too, because you know, you're competing, you're trying right. to win a championship or what have you. Um, but one thing for me, you, you talk about confidence and, and trust, you know, what you're doing, trust what got you there. Right. And, and I absolutely think that's a huge part of it. And, and I think this kind of goes hand in hand also routine. Right. Like before, before every shot, before every putt, everything I did, I wanted to maintain the same routine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's calming, and, and it, it doesn't get you off of your track. Mm-hmm. And, and I imagine that's kind of goes along, you, you being confident, going about the same routine, preparing, you know, and not
6: deviating. Right, absolutely, because uh, – and I'll give you a great example. Um, like years after I retired, uh, I'm a bowler, Right? Oh, And so I'm in this league. Not just league, a baller, but yeah, a bowler. A bowler and a baller. Right. Um, <laughs> But I was in this league and I had a I had a 300 going. I got oh. into the 10th frame uh and I threw a strike. Oh, I just needed two more strikes. Right. And, you know, you walk back from the approach and there's a crowd gathering. I'm like, oh, I can handle this crowd. Right. I'm a professional athlete. I'm yeah. good. I calm my my heart rate. I was calm. I was confident. What had happened, though, is when I got to the approach, I didn't break the routine. You know, I cleaned the ball off and everything like that. But I did notice next to me, everybody stopped bowling.
12: Oh.
6: And for uh. for a split second, Brady, like, I stepped back and I just noticed that nobody else was bowling next to me. I mean, I could handle the crowd, right? And then, but my environment had changed. Right. So then for that split second, I lost confidence. I was like, whoa, that was a shock. Curveball. That was a shock. And so when I threw the ball, I I shorted it. And so I missed my 300. But that was the whole thing about pressure and handling pressure. And we all go through it, betters or whatever. And it's like a lot of people just forget about being confident. And so I think in a contest standpoint, you know, these guys and gals that are out there, uh, just stay true and be confident. Follow your routine like you mentioned but do not waver on confidence at all. Yeah, very good. Cool story there. And and
5: that's really something about the bowling game there. (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, Of course, Mike and I here on the show do a fictional circa million contest where we give out our five plays. Uh, that we have made and we keep track of the records there both of us uh, under 500 Mm -hmm. so not going swimmingly Um, but let's start with your plays who are your
6: five for this week Mr. Pritchard yeah I mean you know the consistency has not been working out for me here Brady trying to catch you you know I and I don't try to guess the consensus but you know sometimes I'll have like three or four picks that are with the consensus right and uh, Consensus has not been doing it. They work. have not. No. I don't, neither have I with this. Uh, between, I'm going for the booby. Said that last. <laughs> said that last week. Uh, but this week, I'm on the Panthers um, uh, plus two and a half. I got the Falcons uh, as well. Uh, I got the Jets. Uh, I anticipated Justin Fields not playing. I did that earlier in the week. Uh, Without Mm -hmm. you know, I I think that's a good call. I felt that way too. Yeah, because Nathan Peterman being elevated, okay, to line moves. But I anticipate. I'm like, why in the hell would Justin Fields play in this game? Period. Uh, He doesn't need to, uh, and the Bears don't need him to play. Uh, I like the Cardinals uh, in the contest for us between us here, and then the Packers uh, with the seven points. Uh, I like the teaser uh, at the window uh, with the Eagles, but in a contest between you and I, I'm going with the Packers.
5: I kind of agree with you on both counts. Okay. Uh, You know, I I would probably play the Packers, especially in the circuit contest because you're getting the full seven Mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to the live line that is six and a half. And I agree with you on the Cardinals. You've got a point and a half of value there. Mm -hmm. You're getting four and a half on the Cardinals in the contest. Of course, that line is currently uh, three in favor of the Los Angeles Chargers. So good value there. Uh, And once again, you said you had the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Jets and the Jets, Mm -hmm. and then you've got uh, the Packers and the Cardinals. Correct. I think it's a good-looking card. All right. Um, I I, uh, pair up with you on the Falcons. I've got the Falcons plus four and a half. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders. The Raiders plus four. And that is oppo, uh, what the actual circa million contest came out with. The Seattle Seahawks were one of the most popular plays uh, at minus three and a half. And I I made a mistake there. The Raiders are getting three and a half in the circa contest. So not plus four, but plus three and a half on the Raiders. I'm going to go opposite that one. I'll take the uh, New Orleans Saints plus nine and a half. I think they can stay within that number against the 49ers. I'll take the Titans plus one and a half. Wouldn't be surprised if they won that game outright. And, Mike, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to take the Houston Texans. Oh. Plus 14. Oh. I, I need a huge yes. uh, clothespin to plug my nose. Okay. It's going to be very stinky. Um, but uh, I, I tell you, I you know, I kind of talked myself into it on the show here. Mm-hmm. Um, Miami coming off of a bye, that high-powered offense that had won four games in a row, That's not something you want to put a stop to. right? And the bye week, of course, does that. So maybe they come out and they stub their toe for a minute. Maybe it's a whole half of football. I think Kyle Allen offers the uh, Houston Texans a
6: spark. Mm -hmm. It can't be any worse, I don't think. And uh, I'll take a shot. It's a heck of a lot of points. Yeah, I mean, high-octane offenses like Buffalo off the bye, kind of rusty, right? I mean, you think about Baltimore um, with Lamar Jackson off a bye, kind of rusty um i'm just thinking about high octane offenses in their situations off a of bye uh weeks and uh, you know losing momentum or whatever and and you know Miami for what they do in the passing game uh they started to reinvent themselves and run the football which they need to do uh they got to be more consistent with that but i i don't know if they'll start out the gate in this game against the Texans uh where they left off how about that so I am getting a bad number taking the Texans. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's
5: just plus 13 and a half in the circa million contest. And, of course, you can get uh, 14 or better uh, in the live market right now. But I think with that Miami defense, Mike, Mm -hmm. the back door is going to be open. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And we also saw last week the Washington Commanders, uh, you know, completely dominated the Texans for, you know, about three and a half quarters of football. Mm-hmm. But eventually you take your foot off the gas when, when it doesn't mean anything anymore, except for us over here in the desert, right? right? And uh, I think maybe you get one of those that doesn't quote-unquote mean anything late in the game. Yeah, Dallas and uh, the Giants. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a beauty. <laughs> Bet's giving. Yes. We got to win with that one. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so I am uh, Falcons, Raiders, Saints, Titans, Texans. You are Panthers, Falcons, Jets, uh, Chargers, excuse me, Cardinals, Uh and Packers. Packers. We will roll with that into week 13, and uh, I still have a couple game lead on you there, see how that goes. But um, I think that's going to do it, my friend. I think we've covered everything we can as far as the football contest. Circus Survivor down to 71 people. It's Mm -hmm. really getting exciting.
6: Yeah, it really is. And. Um, the Christmas schedule now in focus, too. You're right. That's kind of the next big landmark, Yeah, 53 of the 71 uh, contestants uh, had Miami available. but we saw in Survivor, only 35 were used. Uh, And Jeffrey Benson, I believe, mentioned, you know, bringing up the Christmas schedule, too. So, uh, obviously, uh, the participants are mapping this thing out. Uh, Big time, four contestants have multiple entries left in Survivor, too. Very interesting. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and that's, uh, what's that? That's almost 170. That's over $170,000 worth of value if you've got more than one entry there. Let the hedging begin. <laughs> let the hedging begin. All right, let's let the football begin. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks to Brian Ortega and Sean McCollum. That's going to do it for the Football Contest Show. Stick around for more on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.